Awesome. Hell yeah, brother. Dude, it's, it's nice back. to... We're fucking back, dude. It's nice Speaking to be... Speaking of which... It's nice to talk to you. Yeah, I haven't seen you at all. Um, I actually haven't in, in a, what, a year? I haven't really I seen you in an entire year. I mean, well, I know you went through the double eye replacement surgery, and that's why we haven't recorded a pod. Yes. Um, so how's that going? How are you feeling yeah. now that you've basically gone through Minority Report? Um, I, it feels interesting. The first day was, was weird. I was like, I just kept getting scared, you know, because you just you're not used to seeing. Did you make seeing things? Did they did they get your ropes right? So you had your rope to your bathroom, your rope to your fridge. Yeah, all the, all the rods and the cones and the ropes and the you know everything was. That's good. Everything was good. That's good because that's one thing that I would you know like whenever I thought about that and when I knew you were going in for your double eye replacement surgery, I was like, that's what I would fuck up, is the, um, is the ropes getting out of bed. You know, I would probably walk into the oh, bathroom yeah. and just start drinking toilet water. You know, mm. you'd be like, "Why is the why is my glass so far down?" I'm what depending on my eyeballs. Yeah, I, I don't think I could use any of my other senses to survive in that moment. Like, if I can't see, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I think you'd figure it out, bro. Yeah, you. I mean, but that's because you're my friend. You have a lot of faith in me. Uh, that's true. Yeah, I am pretty. Uh, pretty optimistic for you there you're a pretty yeah, optimistic guy you're pro mikey i don't know if the universe is quite that way especially when i get go also go through my double eye replacement surgery so well what are you dabbing on there today my 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 good man oh dude i'm about to go in i'm stoked what, this is some what grapple terps pie. are you tasting this is some grapple pie test wash from the call you guys grapple uh, pie some grapple pie dude yeah here wow i'll tell you more about it in a sec Okay. Oh, look at that. He's going in. Wow. Big one. He's grappling with the pie. He's in half guard with this dab right now. <laughs> try to try to slip the triangle on this on this dab. <laughs> I have some cassada. <coughs> oh my god! Some wasada cassada from. Uh... You went and saw the gang. You went and got got some humble terp council for us. I mean, oh, you and yeah. I are both smoking on Cali, which is great because I live in fucking Little Rock now. No, but this is test yes. wash. This nice. is test wash from um, uh, Kalia or Kalia, however you say it. Oh, that shit I don't is. Know if you can see it in there. My God. It's gas. I went and saw um it been last weekend. I got to go and see the no team and the compound team, Dan, mm-hmm. Chris, and um and a few of the other guys and we went I went and saw the tissue culture lab and then obviously, you know, Dan Adler just being a the super nice guy he is. Uh it's also a huge dab, by the way. That is a monster dab. Wow. Um, so, you know, Dan, being the nice guy he is, came through with... He had just gone and picked up some test wash from some of their new batches um, from the Kalia guys. And was was nice enough to bring me four fucking grams of just fire. Absolute fire. And he also gave me a uh, a little, like, like lunchbox, you know? Like a little Kalia 
hurt box which is you know me like that's just that's like a love that's, language. That's the key to your heart. Yeah, give yeah, you a dude. little thing. Yeah, that's a love language. There's a language. container for your terps, Mikey. You're like, dude. wow, uh, I love you. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you get married? Wow. So just to, anybody listening out there, if you ever want to, good terps and in you know, a well-contained atmosphere is what I'm looking dude, for. Dude, I gotta reheat this one, dude. Oh no, really? It's that big. Dude, I told you I wasn't. I wasn't fucking. With, this is the first pod in a fucking <laughs> while, dude. I gotta... that was a we're huge one. we're coming in hot, dude. That's a huge one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, dude, the no trip was so sick. <sighs> it was uh, it was really good to see the guys. They've come a long way in the last few years. You know, I think tissue culture itself is as well. And I think they're kind of like really the there's like a few different groups that are, are using TC to clean up genetics. Um, and then really there's only like one or two groups that are actually doing it to like breed and make new genetics and compound and, and note are one of them. That's for sure. Um, it's, I would uh, lo- it would be sweet to get Dan on the podcast, maybe. Yeah, that would be awesome. I was going to say, you know, we've been hearing about. You know, tissue culture was something that was being tossed around, the phrasing and talked about when in like 2017 when we moved down here, you know, and it's kind of like I felt like it was, you know, just early introduction into and that at that point into cannabis. And it's cool to hear that it's like, you know, it's actually being incorporated more and like actually something that's, you know, utilized for different purposes and stuff. Oh, dude, it's I mean. I mean, we got lucky because we were kind of being that we got to go see. I mean, you came with me, right? When we went and saw the Driscoll's Nursery, I think. Wasn't that you that came with I me? I think so. Yeah, like way back. And we saw their, their like, their where all their TC starts were getting rooted. And it was just like they had, like, the same massive 6 by 80 tables that we had at Indust. But they were just full of TC starts that were that were getting rooted and they had like on one six by 80 table they had like four hundred thousand starts or something like that it was just like absolutely wild it's like astronomical just the size and scale everything everything is on a system and yeah it's dude it was sweet like they had um you know without i can't like say too much but it's amazing to see like the size and scale, you know, the, like what they're, how much space they're actually using to produce these new genetics. It's like not a lot at all. Um, um, and, you know, they've just become really, really hyper efficient with their approach and the materials they're using and the media they're using. And um, and then, you know, like, and, and they have a, they have actually invested a pretty good amount of IP to specialize in uh, a certain reproduction type that again, I just, I'd probably get in trouble if I said it, but we should just, we should, I should ask Dan and see if he wants to come on. That'd be a super cool guest to have um, and have yeah, him kind of go over it. But you know, there's a big, there's kind of two schools of thought with TC. And the first one is like clean stock genetics, right? HPLVD, you know, hop latent viroid in, especially in California is a rampant issue and it's got basically all over the U S now because there's been some branded partnership deals where people didn't know they had it. And they were basically like bringing new genetics across the U S that were infected with it. And then only displayed after they went through like pretty high stress types. 
Um, and that can be like mostly environmental stress. So like high light, high heat, you know, like poor watering, like whatever. So, mm-hmm. but then the other part of tissue culture, that's, that's pretty sweet, which is what kind of we saw at Driscoll's, which is microprop, micropropagation, which is the actual like over, like basically like overhauling your nursery. So you're no longer cloning from mother. You're basically cloning from tissue. And the big problem with that is the multiplication rates. So like getting, so the reason why like you can do uh, raspberries and certain other fruits well with tissue cultures because they have a high multiplication rate. So that that, like basically what that means is just like for every sample that you take, there's there's like a high generation rate um, for how many new um, tissues will be generated. So, you know, not every plant is like that. Um, And cannabis is still like being figured out if, the the efficacy is still being worked on for cannabis of whether or not like micropropagation works really well but the conception team headed up by kevin brooks is probably the farthest along on figuring that out and um you know i think that's kind of like that's kind of where the bleeding edge is so i'm excited to see i've been also talking to purple city genetics and i think you know definitely a shout out to them because they've come a long way They've had some interesting work um, across, you know, a lot of different photo period genetics, but also a lot of autoflowers as well, which is sweet. So, and autoflowers have really come a long way. You know, traditionally, I'd pretty, I talk a lot of shit about those, but they're going to be a part of the grow in the future, whether you like it or not. So, you might mm-hmm. as well like become. I think some of it's with already them. a lot of the auto, like I see autoflower in, in the, like in the shops. Oh yeah, and it's oh, yeah. already kind of it's already there. It's already you know it's being utilized for probably for pre-rolls and all that for all that kind of stuff uh but that's that's super like that's so cool to hear dude that all sounds like you know that all sounds really interesting i'm like yeah i'm trying to set up a deal with node to get basically like a uh, genetics contract set up for good day farms um yeah so basically just like offloading all the new genetics need monthly actually well yearly so on a quarterly basis and bringing that in because i think that's just kind of like one of the easiest ways to do it versus trying to hunt seeds out and like phenotype it and do all of that stuff oh yeah i mean that takes so long dude. like it's interesting now because you have there's like businesses that you can leverage to cut down a lot of the um time frame stuff so like when we were when i was at awh my boy kevin shout out to kevin rampelberg he uh, he and I could basically get like a new genetic phenote in like seven months, which is really fast. But tissue culture is basically able to do it in like six months now to seven months. Wow! And it has a it, it's like has a higher um, transplant rate essentially. So like essentially, there's better like when you pop seeds, they are basically being developed for like your growing style and your growing environment that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do super well like everywhere else right so with when you but when you breed them through tc it's being bred from a plant vigor perspective so like it's really it, you're basically you're, you're you're creating a more uh, uh you have a higher potential for success in a more diverse set of environments when you when you breed the plant through tc and you create the genetic um through that route so um so it's it's interesting right but i mean i don't know you and i've talked about this before but like my whole philosophy is with genetics is cast a wide net so i think it's always good to have like 
a wide funnel for that sort of stuff as a cultivator. Yeah. And even as an operator, if you're like in the middle part of the supply chain and stuff like that, making sure you understand like what genetics are coming out, who comes up with those genetics, like how those get filtered down and, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. So Mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, the genetic strategy is just such an important component and it's wild dude. A good day. We're running some of the highest diversity counts ever. Like you're going to freak out. We're running like, over 70 or 80 strains sometimes in the garden right now wow. one of our grows has like over 100 and we're bring, i'm rapidly bringing that down like that's one of my first big to do's um, mm-hmm. but we also own you know as much as 20 or percent or more market share in a lot of our states so when you have that sort of shelf space you have to have pretty high diversity yeah. Exactly. Because it doesn't make sense for you to be pulled Otherwise down. Otherwise, like, saturate it. Yeah. Why would you want 400 pounds a month of the same shit? You know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter how good that is. It's like people are going to come back for that all the time. Exactly. So, yeah, I've been trying to work on that, like understanding that sort of strategy because it's totally differentiated from AWH where it's like we were running like 18 strains at most in the garden at a time in like a big mm-hmm. garden, you know, for 30. Well, 40, then you even think back to. Even think back to, you know, the days of Indus, we had like, we were, there was like three or four that were like the main producers, you know, and then we had like maybe three or four other ones that we would filter in. So yeah, about like eight, you know, like, and was, those, but those were lot. eight bangers. You, yeah. You bangers. Know what I mean, the yeah. Lo- like the Long Island just crushed in yields for us. The green crack mm-hmm. absolutely destroyed the pink cookies, the fruity pebbles, the GG4, the Kemp dog we had. All of yeah, those, all were of like, them were great. The bubble Kush we had was was heater. The blueberry was bomb, dude. Yeah, all those of that early stuff. runs of that stuff, yeah, that was, yeah. That yeah, dab I, is that dab was so big, bro. Now I'm just like listening know, to you talk, just listening to you talk about <laughs> listening to you talk about tissue culture. I, I just was thinking <laughs> about it in terms of like people. We were like, dude, you start from C, dude. They're just in their environment. They're just it's just due to their environment. And if you, but if and I'm thinking of like a per, a person, like it's like you can't help but be born into your environment. And like, but no, but if dude. you fucking if we, and I was thinking of like in Star Wars where they have all the clones and where Obi Wan shows up. <laughs> And he like walks in and he sees all these clones. I was that's what I was thinking of. I was like, these are just tissue culture soldiers. <laughs> like oh I was like, God, that's dude. all. That's all. This, that's all. This the clone army is. They're all You're just not like. Wrong at all. I was just sitting there like, whoa, like the people on Camino. Those like just tall people with the the long necked like the the alien looking like lady mm-hmm. that walks up. They're just like they're so deep in the. They're real deep in the TC game, dude. They're like fully locked in. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello, Obi Wan. Uh, been expecting yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I think cloning is kind of uh, even. Uh, yeah, it's two different. It's like the animal cell version of tissue culture, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I was, I'm just I'm just stoned, and it was just like, dude. <laughs> I was just so, thinking yeah. about people. I was like, whoa, dude. I. I wanted to, you sent me, the other day you sent me this video that I wanted to bring up. On, <laughs> Which one? Because we've, send, we've been sending each other some good ones, dude, recently. Oh, uh, well. I've been sending you some ones you haven't seen before either, which all, that, that makes my fucking day, dude. I can't tell you enough. <laughs> I literally, it's such a small thing that when you're like, oh, I haven't seen this yet, I'm like, mm. I was like, I'm still <laughs> Tiger relevant. Woods, you're yeah. just like. 
no, but it was the, it was the, well, also, because there's like, there's like several pages that I think that you've turned me on to, but the one that like makes me. What the fuck, Portland? That's the the Portland one. one is always wild. Like everybody should go follow. Everybody should go follow that Instagram because that one is insane. Um, but the the one that made which, me by laugh the way, hardest, I don't mean I don't mean to like single out Portland because you could make an at WTF any city any, and any it would city, and yeah. it would be wild as shit. So like, don't get me wrong, but I will tell you the at WTF Portland page is particularly fucking awesome. So. Yeah, and if you're in, if you're in, yeah, the, I follow the Salinas. I think it's at it's at Salinas Foo, or I think that's what it is. Yeah, Salinas underscore Foo, and it's like the, it's just like the, it's basically like a fucking world star for Salinas. It's hilarious. It's like the same, like you're, oh what you're saying. God. There's like one for every city, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, you gotta send me that one. The one that made me laugh the hardest though was the frog. Skin. oh dude that one that one killed me like the it's the the, the frog guy where, boy. where he's dressed as a frog and it's no it's Scott. the it's it's the frog boy and he's like oh yeah he's like frog boy yeah he's frog but like with human emotion and stuff like he's like, like a mutant or something <laughs> that's the like the that space gets page is great too like the it's interesting like how like i I don't watch TV. Like, I don't really watch TV. And it's just, like, like you sending me stuff, like, the back and forth that we have with, like, Instagram different channels. Like, that's where I get, like, my – it's just, like, these micro, like, all throughout the day. Like, I don't – like, I'm not, like, watching, like, a oh, TV and, like, show Lee or McNasty. something. Yeah, dude, I totally oh, yeah. agree with you. Like, I actually – I really try to build my Instagram – so it's like happy, non like clout chasey, um, you know shit that's just like I like and stuff that makes me ha- makes me laugh. Essentially, like I know it sounds like childish, but I like it's it's so easy for it to be a bunch of stuff where it's like oh I wish I like had that or oh I need to buy that or something like that, and it's like. It's amazing mm-hmm. how much more positive of an experience it can be when it's like all I follow is like obviously our friends. And then I do obviously I follow like a lot of fashion stuff, but then like, you know, a lot of it's like nature. And then, you know, there's a lot of really good, pretty just like generally wholesome, funny, weird content out there now. Like that woodworker that I sent you. Oh, yeah. That dude. dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just such a yeah. It's like such and did a, you read the caption? It's just so much detail. There's so much content packed into one, into like into like seventy six seconds. It makes me like realize where it's like, you know, sometimes it's easy to feel like you're like uh, like overwhelmed or there's just like a lot. There's like a lot to process throughout the day, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you have a guy who makes ass paddles, <clears throat> and he just and it's. Yeah, he's just like being. He just funny. nails it. Just nails yeah. it. He's like not. There's like nothing totally special maybe about him or this person, you know. No, like I, well, dude, like I was on TikTok the other day and I was scrolling and I came across this guy on live stream. It's called the Pizza Guy, and he's just spinning dough. He's got like vipers on 
and like he looks like kind of like Macho Man, but he's just spinning pizza dough. And he's like, "What's up, everybody? Welcome to the live stream. Thank you for the follows." And he's just sitting there like this is his thing. And then you scroll down a couple other lanes, and then there's this one guy. I've watched the evolution of this channel. It's kind of amazing, actually, to me. There's this guy that has a treadmill, and he has a kind of like pool balls, and it's just pool ball treadmill racing, and he has and people like bet on the numbers and stuff, and he just has he's like developed like this like how, like what ball wins the most. Like he has like a scoreboard, and then he like will sit there and just like put pool balls on a treadmill and like just react to like Isn't it thousands of people that, that people that it's like, and he's making a living doing that. I mean, probably uh, it's probably, he, probably he, makes, he makes like, he probably makes more than most people makes more than me. Definitely makes more than most people at my business. And I mean, I think it's, I don't think it's like that, but I think it's definitely like a big like chunk that he could probably take some puts on YouTube shorts. Probably goes like live on different channels Probably. You don't think he's making like a few hundred thousand dollars a year? I mean, I don't know if it's like, I don't think it's. I that guess I much. just don't know what the level is before. Like, I just assume that like these people who have, you know, if, it's you, if probably, you have half, if you get a, a million, lot of donations, if you have half a million YouTube subscribers and you're putting out YouTube videos like like every other day, th that person doesn't have to work. Yeah, let's see if I can find him. Let's see how many subscribers he has. Cause be like, what's the monetization rate at which, like... Uh, I know for YouTube, it's you have to have, like, uh, one point... I think it's 1.5 uh, subscribers, 1.5 or, one, like... And then you have to have, I think it's, like, 1,000 okay. watch hours. 1.5 million subscribers is what you no, said? That, I think it's just uh, 1,500 what or a thousand to start monetization yeah. you have to have but a thousand you subscribers to, but Dude, you have to have that and channel we gotta start you have to have hold on you have to have that and you have to have like watch hours what's, that's what's our youtube channel dude <laughs> what are we doing uh we could we could start one and start putting clips on there um but i think uh you also have to have like consistent engagement that's the part that is because I have well, you're the engagement master, dude. What are we doing? Is we got to put our dicks out? I'm not the <laughs> are, we, are we gonna do like I'm oil paintings? The... Oil paintings? With no, penis? I'm not the I'm not an engagement master. What are you talking about? Uh, I uh, no, but I think the you're watch engaging. hours is the the watch hours is like the tough part because you know you can put out a videos and like a lot of the stuff that gets more views is like sh they're moving towards like shorts, which is like kind of like TikTok, like reels and stuff. It's on YouTube now. So that's kind of like the, that's the move. Um, but if you can get consistent, you know, people watch your whole video, put out longer videos, people watch the whole thing through. Like, yeah. I think that's the key. That's the key to like getting monetized. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been like slowly looking into that more. Uh, I think that it's uh it's something interesting, you know. I just looked up the guy's YouTube, and he has like 940 views on one of the pool ball. He like puts out the it looks like he puts out the videos on YouTube. So I imagine he's getting YouTube and TikTok monetization from just um, and that's just consistency, you know. That's like he must have time to to really dedicate to this. But it's it's interesting to see that you can just like grind out and make like a carve out a niche for yourself, like you said, like the guy making ass paddles or like this guy you know, racing with pool balls. It's like such a weird, like if you would, you know, you know, like you never thought like when you were a kid, like I, I'm going to grow up and like, I'm going to be, I'm going to become this guy that, you know, is like, and so that's the people. fucking problem now, dude. That's the problem is now you have kids 
that are like, I'm just gonna, I don't want to do things in school because I'm just gonna become YouTube famous. That is true. That's like, well, I mean, when we were, when we were younger, I feel like there was something we were I don't looking know what at. To do like, if my kid says that to me, like, what are you gonna be famous at? I guess then. Like, what's your skills? But like, when you know, when you were a kid, you probably said similar things. I mean, you probably wanted to be like a like. I think like back then it was more like you all want to be a pro athlete or I want to be like uh, in a movie or I want to be, you know, like playing music or something on stage. Like it was just like things like that. I think it's now it's like the same kind of thing, but it's like, like I think anybody can start a YouTube, anybody can go and put out videos, but you have to really have be interesting and have engaging quality content with like, yeah, but those are better aspirations. Those are way better aspirations, you know? Like, yeah, it's yeah. like there's statistically speaking, those kids are going to do that shit. But, like, I rat, like, I don't know. Like, you, I want I'd rather my kid be trying to be a professional football player than trying to be a professional YouTuber. But maybe not, unless they're good. I guess it's interesting because Serena, like, Serena and I have talked about this, and it's like, because I obviously gamed a lot and made money gaming and things like that. And, like if I don't know what I would do if one of if like my kids just like it's it's just nice. Just like really fucking good. Just really good. Just at tears you up. Just starts whipping my ass at just like 10. rips you just rips. Just starts you whipping up. my ass at like nine or ten. You know, in console I mean, and then PC, right? And then they're just like that, I wanna start streaming. And it's like and I'm also just really good. It's like, okay, I guess you're just fucking gonna do that. But you also gotta go hit the gym. You little fuck, yeah. you know, like you got to like, yeah, I think as long as you instill <clears throat> stuff like that, but you still in positive reinforcement of the things that they excel at. I think that's all you, that's all you can do, you know? Yeah. I just want, if my kids aren't good at things, that's, that's going to be their biggest problem. I'll like, tell you that right now, dude. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you better show fucking aptitude for something. Otherwise it's going to be a goddamn problem. <laughs> oh my God. That'll tickle, tickle the bag. That's hilarious. Um, what was I gonna bring up? Which, by the way, you know, um, I live in Little Rock now, but I know you know this. You're coming to visit me in less than two weeks' time for your birthday, which is really yeah, that's, exciting. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good time. Uh, I've never been. You know, I think the farthest east I've been is like Montana, and so. Uh, I'm excited to to travel uh, and to come hang out with you and Serena and and Nappy and yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited, dude. I think Nappy's the most stuff and yeah and uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> remember when you were first leaving here? It was like, damn, you know, like uh, like California's. It was like we were we just like had been here for a while. Now it's like to hear like the stories and stuff that you tell me, and to hear like about the traveling and stuff that you do over there. It's like really interesting, you know. It makes it. I guess it makes the country feel smaller. Like um, it just doesn't seem like I was lo- looking at like where I'm gonna be, and it, like it doesn't seem that far, but it is. Like it does. It's like it's I don't like know. two thousand like, miles away. Yeah, it's like it's a pretty good trek, you know. It's like not just a. It's not just like, you know, driving to like Reno or something. It's like, it's, yeah, it's far, but it's going to be fun. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. And yeah, my birthday's coming up. It's going to, 
I'm not like, uh, like I, I I'm excited, but also I just don't. I'm also not just because it's like I keep thinking, I keep, keep thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, maybe 30 years old, and it just like it just does not like res. It's not resonating positively at the moment. It's like I it kind of is, but also I'm like, uh, I'll tell you what, it feels better like months after. But the months leading up to and the like, dude, 30, it's, I, I don't, there's not really a, you know me, you know how I felt about it. It's like, I just, I think you should just be good, happy because you're, I think you're, I think you've reached a really good place in your life for like what you're doing and like what you have to show for yourself, especially, you know, and, but mm-hmm. I do think it's like 30 is really the age where it's like you gotta be starting to fucking get your plan together you know you gotta fucking yeah that's what i'm saying i've just been like all this stuff that you kind of in your 20s you think about and you're like oh i'll think about that later it's like well it's been later mm-hmm. and like that's the that's the kind of the part where i'm like oh man yeah it's uh it's actually that time now to to like yeah i've just been having like my opinions change on things and it's interesting i'm just like like yeah yeah i think it's really easy to um you know especially as like privileged as like fairly privileged white males it's like really easy to i think kind of like theoretically punt a lot of stuff um and when i say stuff Mm -hmm. i mean kind of like emotional maturity um financial planning um you know relationship maturity and and then it's like it's really and it's especially nowadays too it's become you know it's it's more acceptable for people to be leaving the home later it's more acceptable for people to delay getting married and having kids and stuff but i think there's also because like that's reflective of like a, people have like matured less fast mm-hmm. and it's also i mean back in the day like even just our parents generation like what our grandparents put them through and like you know, it was shorter lifespans. Like you saw a lot more worse stuff. Like there's a lot more accidents. There's a lot more childhood trauma and stuff like that. So people just grew up faster. So it's yeah. like, I don't, th- I don't think it's like anybody's done anything wrong. That's not my point here, but I definitely think that, um, I definitely think that it's really easy to spend your twenties. Like you really, I think you really nailed it. Like expecting that you're going to have it figured out. And then your twenties flies by and then like now it's like it's you turn thirty and then it's like okay now it's the next one's your is forty. So like what are you gonna be doing? And how quickly did that ten years go? I remember my twenty first. Remember my twenty one run. Yeah, that's like what's insane it. about it is that it doesn't <laughs> even it doesn't even seem it was like it was that long ago. But it was. It's yeah. like and then the also, yeah, like the more life you like the more life you live, the faster time goes. Cause it's just like, the, you know what I mean? Like you're just mm-hmm. you, like the more the years go, like it's already, yeah, it's already, um, it's already going to be November, you know, like it's, but yeah, I mean, it's, it is interesting to think about that kind of stuff, but you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not trying to make be like a downer about it. It was just like a, it's been, no, on my mind good lately. That's good to yeah. talk about. Look, I think, I mean, I um, like, yeah, I think that's, I think, I think it's, 
it's very real and for we have a lot of friends who are just slightly younger than you that are all going to be coming into their 30s and Mm -hmm. uh, i think it's going to be a really interesting like next few years for those people yeah (laughs) for sure um yeah man uh I wanted to also jump into some, I think like the right now, dude, in the world, man, like we were talking about it before the podcast right now in the world is just such an interesting, it's such an interesting time. Like, I don't like, there's like, there's so much going on. There's so many, like, just like arguments, like things blowing up happening, like just. I don't even know where to really where to really start with like stuff. I mean, we like what about uh the president of China putting himself in for a third term? I didn't see that. Oh yeah. Yeah, basically like forced it in. There's like no dissent allowed anymore. Basically just like fully tightened his grip down. So that's going to be interesting. But he loves oh. Trump, so you know Trump wins the second term, then we'll be fine. <laughs> you think he's going to run again? 100%, right? I don't know. I mean, he's subpoenaed right now. Oh, he'll figure it out. <laughs> Who knows what's... I don't know. I don't even... I don't know, dude. I don't know what to... Yeah, it's wild. I did... Dude, did you see what happened in Seoul? Oh, dude. That... Dude. I... I try, Dude, I some it's of like the, Travis I, Travis Scott, four point you know. That's what it. That's kind of what I what came to mind. Um, I think we talked about that concert. I think we talked about that exact same thing on another pod. We might I'm have, but it, the what's I'm trying to because it's like they were pushing like it was a large crowd of people. And it's Halloween festivities in the capital down there and in Seoul and South Korea. And it was just like, I guess they all kind of got pushed or got like everybody's kind of going into this narrow like um, street. And then people just kind of it was just like a like an overload of people in this like narrow area. And everybody kind of got squished together. And yeah. It's yeah, from what like, I could tell, it's like an area that's not built to handle the density that it had. And it was like six or seven times the amount of people that are supposed to be there. And and you look at the video, it was, it's the when it's like it's like the street is like it's just a sea of people and everybody's trying to like everybody's trying to move and get like that. What's interesting been a few, too is it's like say like Halloween isn't even a holiday there. You know and what I mean? It's like just so. It's not so like they don't celebrate like uh. No, no, it's like not, it's only become more popular as like. Uh, like this youngest generation, you know, Gen Z has become a thing essentially, and mm-hmm. you know more like more and more, traditions have become globalized, but even that, it's like that's like a nightclub district apparently, and like they were having like specific Halloween celebration. So it's just like a bunch of young kids. There's also a lot of, from what I could tell too, like from a lot of the interviews I saw, there's a lot of kids from, um, not just like Seoul, you know, they were like, I heard, heard from kids with like 
British accents and Australian accents and like French and stuff like that. You know, I think there was like, I think it was kind of a big, you know, and, and that was another thing too is I was reading about was just it's soul was like basically locked down from from COVID up until recently. Um, they were one of like the strictest countries in the world and they were one of the last to like start loosening up. So this is like kind of a first major event and there was a huge tourism, you know, kind of attraction, I think, with this a, a tourism mm-hmm. attraction component. So anyway, yeah, just terrible. What were the, what were the toll? What was the toll? 140 dead and like 150 injured? I think it's 150 now. And there's, I think it's still, the number's still, still counting. Still counting, which is just, yeah, it's terrible. It's like, very. I woke up and saw, yeah, I just was kind of on Twitter. And there's just like videos of people like giving their friends CPR like it was yeah it was it was gnarly it's it's like well, really thoughts sad out and, to them yeah that's yeah. really sad thoughts and prayers out to those people there's like i don't know that there's like not really uh like these things ha- i guess these things just like because it's hard to i guess it's hard to account for like influxes like that at any at you know at these concerts at these things like this it's like just there's to always be able to have a place for enough people to be when you're also trying to do, you know, it's kind of like the, you know, that's the, this problem. That's the issue. So it's like, how do you, you know, how do you always make sure that there's enough space? It's like, you can't like, I think it's tough too. Cause I never see, I don't see a lot of like, I mean, yeah. It's hard to control unless you like create gated measures, you know, and like you manage capacity, which it's like maybe that's what you have to do at in at most events now, especially in, even if it's like public access areas. Like, um, it's also it's also interesting too because like you don't, you know, a lot more. There's a lot of other cities that are just much larger they have bigger infrastructure you know so you don't see it like you see that happening at like concerts where like there's a mob of people pushing to one destination right Mm -hmm. because there's like something there to get closer to what was interesting about this is it was just like it was like open streets there was nothing like you know I, i don't i don't understand what like caused the surge to happen and then like where the point of concentration was, you know, like where was everyone trying to go? And like, what was it? What was closing them in from the public roads, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the, yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Well, there's uh, going to be a ton of investigation <laughs> to it. So mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. That's for sure. Speaking of sad things, uh, <laughs> been sorry i don't mean to laugh <laughs> no i said no it's good it's, it's been interesting it's been interesting to just it's been sad interesting to just watch the the rapid extreme downfall of yay uh he our is man really easy he's uh not not our man like <laughs> not our man easy bro what do you mean he cares he about is, white lives that, <laughs> uh that yeah, the dude, this dude is, yeah, this dude is just, I mean, 
I don't even want to. Yeah, it's pretty just, bad. It's pretty it's bad. pretty bad, and he just I don't I don't know. Just like, he, yeah, like, well, like I, how much? Like what layers? Uh, like, like what layers pretty, of like mental illness do you think he has? I mean, it's clear that he's not. Like everybody's kind of saying online, you know, and talking about like how he's going through a manic episode and whatever. But still, like he, that doesn't ex- like you. It's hard to like. I don't know. It's hard to dismiss. You can't just dismiss like all the anti-Semitism stuff and 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 everything that he just kind of like blasted out and also the people that released that too. You know, like it and it, it, it's like the battle, the battling argument of like censorship and everything. You know, we're talking about Elon and Twitter and all this stuff, but it's like you can't. I don't know. I'm I'm a, I'm a believer that you can't like can't be spreading like messages like that out into the. Because there's just people that won't. There's people that are gonna take that and run with it. You know, clearly you saw the people on the bridge. Did you see that? No. Uh, there's like people on a bridge like doing the salute, like saying Kanye is right about the Jews. And oh like, God. Uh, it's just like, it's just clear that the world's become a place where I think you can, if you have enough of a, a net to cast in a, a like a, somebody like Kanye West you have to really think about the things that you're just like spewing. And I, it's hard to say that it's he, that he can do that, you know? And I don't think, I think that, you know, he, I watched his interview with Lex Friedman, which I think is something that, you know, if you get, if anybody's like interested or curious in the whole situation, I think it's a good thing to watch probably. Um, just because Lex like kind of, you know, talks to me about that stuff, holds him accountable, at least it seems like, uh, and, you know, just kind of lets them know, like, hey, it's not okay, man. Like, you can't just, you can't just, you know, you can't, the, the, I don't know. It's just, it's wild. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, support. yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody agrees with what he's doing. And I think some people seem, some people, seem, you know, like the, there's more than just those people that stood on the bridge, you know, and that's like the, I, think I completely no. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I think, I think it's um, anybody with that sort of platform has a uh, has a responsibility. But I don't. I think it's also that's part of the beauty about platform like that, right? It's like it takes like this. It's working its course in the sense where you know he became an outlier and he's gone way too far out of the norm, and now the public is ostracizing him you know it's like the same thing as if they were if we were even a tribe a smaller tribe and kanye was one of 100 if you started to do the same thing yeah you know if he was doing the same thing and you know people would turn his back on him and eventually it just becomes too much to have on your team you know and i think Mm -hmm. that you're absolutely right but i I don't think i think everyone is always going to continue i think most people and maybe I'm being optimistic, but I just genuinely believe that most people are not extremists. And yes, the extremists are going to look at someone like what Kanye said. And again, this is all me agreeing with you, but I'm just hopeful that like, even like, yes, that those people are going to be on the bridge agreeing with Kanye, but everyone looks at those people and lumps them in with Kanye, which is like, 
not where any where those people should be either <laughs> you know or like where they probably want to be or be considered yeah so, you like know, they're mostly most people are probably in the middle kind of yeah you know or on I mean, the look other what side happened alex like, jones you know and like look what's yeah. i mean look like i think people i think now more than ever you have to be really you have to be really careful with like what you're saying and like what you're putting out there on your platforms and um i think it goes both ways yeah that's pretty interesting isn't it isn't it interesting to yeah like what you said right now just made me think of like you get a c on the internet you get a c like the spectrum of like ethics and morals and like decision making and like you know like just where people stand you get to see like all of so much of it like both sides even and like it's like i feel like before you kind of had like there was a more single source of something to like look at and watch and kind of like hear stories and be like okay you know and you have like here's where i base my right and wrong but then you see all these people talking and they all these different ideas all the time and i feel like now uh yeah, people are just more like it's for somebody that's for somebody that's susceptible to 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 stuff. Like it's, I feel like it's easier for people to get roped into just these, you know, to either way to like following and getting closed off into like a certain you know voice or going that direction or just like, you know, like like people only listen to you know like Rogan or people you know like only listen to like other. It's just it's just weird. I don't know. Like it's so fragmented now that there's not like. Like I don't know where I don't know where a lot of my friends I like I guess I I guess I know where people stand but it's like like it's just interesting to hear like as you get more and more deeper into things with other people like it's like you know you're, do you, you feel learn. like do you feel like um do you feel like people are still are still open to like your suggestions assuming it's coming from a place of like lightheartedness and like like from the right atmosphere yeah and i think i think getting up in front of people and talking on a microphone a lot uh it's helped me to see that like everybody kind of is as you're saying everybody kind of is in that middle ground area like there are like there are people certain people in the audience you could feel it when somebody's like oh like i don't not i'm not that's not I don't like that. Right. But then you can also feel it when just one person is like overly just burst out laughing at this thing. You know, it's like, it's a really cool, like, uh, and driving around to like all these little, like different parts of, um, the Bay area and stuff. And just, yeah, it's interesting to see like, uh, just, you know, everybody kind of is in that middle ground for the most part. It seems like when I, yeah. when I talk to people. Yeah. Dude, I, I, and that's why I ask is cause it's like, I agree that I think people have, more than ever like they become team-based you know like you said like i listen to these set of podcasts i like to watch these shows you know like i'm like i like this genre of x Mm -hmm. or y or z or whatever you know um I it's drink. down to like our what we like yeah what we drink and eat it's like yes. yours like i only i actually type yeah. of milk in my coffee you know <laughs> that sort of stuff right but i think what is interesting though is like there's also more variability and optionality now and like i have to i don't know i think like in my in my experience so far like as long like obviously you can gauge if you can't gauge at this point 
you know, in your adulthood, whether or not someone's like a rational thinker, um, you know, like if, if you're not dealing with that sort of person, there's no point. But like when you are, I think most of those people, when you're coming to them with like a factual, like non-emotional point of view, I think most people are ready to listen and like are even ready to change their mind, especially mm-hmm. if it's like data driven. So except for like some things, you know, some stuff is still very polarizing. And um, so, so what you're saying is, <laughs> I know, right? I don't, I don't Kanye just, like, Kanye just, Kanye just needs data. Is that what you're trying to say? I think Kanye, I think Kanye just needs some objective data on um, how the Jews are not responsible for the problems that he's perceiving right now, and. Um, I think that perhaps he would come around. Oh, fuck. That was... Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's way to loop that back. <laughs> Dude. It is It is crazy. I mean, you are uh, right. I mean, people are... Some people are just out of... They're just out of control. But I guess I just like to believe that that's not like... They're the same people that like... Dude. I just... I just Whenever have... I see... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, whenever I see like certain ads... I just think of there's like the, like the same people that get swayed by certain things are the same people that like you they see like the like the soda going into the glass and like the burger hitting the thing like bouncing back together and then they just immediately are like I have to they can't <laughs> like like sometimes it happens to me like sometimes I'll see say, an yeah, ad yeah that's like that sometimes that I'll see an ad but dude, you get you're susceptible to ads too. Like we all are. But it's yeah. like it's interesting. Yeah. Like to think like there's times where I'll just like what's well, like your damn, that looks, what is 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 our food ads the one that like really make you compulsively um, react? Like which are the ones? I think for <laughs> me, I think for me it's like I think there's like cars. There's like car ads. You know, there's like really mm-hmm. there's a really really good car photo or car ad i get like a visceral response like if it's like a you're like it's like a physical response like by i get like semi-erect you know um, you see a good shape you're like oh yeah or just like the right sound from a, a car you know or no sound you know maybe just like <laughs> it's electric um but uh i think also uh um uh, i don't know I think there's a few other things. Sometimes food ads will get me. Uh, I think I'm also like a, if you got a real good trailer for something, I'll I'll check it out. Like if you got a good trailer for like a show or a movie or. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, like a good movie trailer will get me fucking yeah. amped. I'll be like, oh, dude, I got to. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's go. a good one. And it's so funny when you think about the act of what it, uh, the, what they're making you do. It's like, oh man, I gotta sit down for two hours and look like at the that right thing. Song, the right <laughs> song intro. The right song intro. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that it's is. Just so, they're just getting you to be like, oh man, I gotta. gotta there goes go two sit hours in of my life. Room. Oh, yeah, dude, gotta go. a new movie. Serena and I went and saw a movie in the theater last night. You'd be so proud What'd of you, us. What did you guys? We see? went and saw the new Halloween, the final. Oh. How was it? Oh, dude, it was fucking sick. Actually, you should go nice. see it. It was actually lit. Well, I haven't seen um, any of the. I haven't seen any of those. Uh, is this like the? How many Halloween movies are there? Like this is the like fourth Myers. and final. 
fourth and final. Oh shit! Okay. Yep. And I seen I think I seen some of the trailer for it where uh, Jamie Lee's Curtis is like saying like I've been I've been looking for you or hunting you or whatever for oh dude it's all these years dude and she's like ready and then to there's like there's like a second Michael Michael times two dude. Michael dose it's pretty fucking My- it's <laughs> Michael squared really it's like us. Except I was, gonna, I was gonna say, this is it? Is this movie about us? Yeah, they st- they it's actually they they start a podcast. Are we just trying to kill Mur- murder serial killers from the other side? That's what they call it, and it's in jail. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, well, that's cool, man. Uh, I was thinking about going to the movies, um, t- maybe today or tomorrow. We can go watch. I don't know. There's a few good ones out right now. Uh, Black Adam looks like looks oh, interesting. Dude, Black I, Adam. Serena and I want to go see Black Adam. Yeah, it looks sure. interesting. I heard that The Rock is kind of mid in it, but The Rock's mid in most things. He's a so. mid-ass actor. What do you? I, yeah, this is an action movie. What are we talking about? Yeah. Um, I think I think Women King is still in theaters. That one looks pretty. Oh, pretty that looks good. good. Yeah. Uh, and then there's there's a few other ones. Um. And. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it just feels like movie, movie, movie's a good time, Jim. I'm glad you guys went out and and. Oh, dude, we got a nice theater too with the with the with the reclining chairs. There you go. Um, yeah, we got to go watch a movie when you come here. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, that would be that'd be fun. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's wrap this up. What do you got? What do you yeah, got? You dude. got some dates coming up. What are you doing? <laughs> Give me your uh, dates. Where are you going to be at? Tallahassee? My, di- my dates. Miami? Don't, don't say shit like that. Uh, I Let's see. I don't know when this is going to be coming out. But I do have, after I get back from seeing you, um, I do have two shows. If you're in the area in Santa Cruz on the 17th, um, I'm at the Woodhouse hosting. I have a good lineup. Um, I don't have it with, I don't have it on me right now, but I'll, yeah, you can go, uh, you know, on my Instagram for that. And then also on the 19th again in the basement at the XL, you guys already know if you're in the area in Salinas, it's once a month and it's a really fun, um, it's a really fun show and it's the last one of the year. So come hang out for that. And then I probably have, I have a few other things I think coming up in like December and some of their hosting stuff. And then, yeah, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to January and February of trying to make some changes to some shows and some things. There you go. Uh, you look good. I yeah. feel like you lost some weight. Thanks. Yeah, I've been, I've been doing, I've been doing some stuff and eating better and cleaner and like trying yeah. to get more sleep, drink more water and things like that. You know. I'm happy. Uh, I, I was, um, I was, I was going, I was going pretty hard, uh, just like doing a lot of open mics and not sleeping for a few weeks more like a few months and uh it was like <laughs> started to take a toll on me like i would just like friday night i would get home and i would just like fall asleep at like 7 p.m because i would just be sitting on my couch and i would just like sh- shut down i would just like i'd be so tired that i would just be like i can't and i'd wake up at like two in the morning like i'd be like whoa like what <laughs> that was a, that was a long nap and then yeah. i would go back to sleep again and wake up yeah, so it'd be like just oversleeping, like, and then that, and then that would be, you know, the, have the opposite effect. Well, uh, sleep yeah. debt, sleep debt is definitely a thing. 
So like yeah. you can build up sleep debt through the week and then you can kind of catch it up over periods of days. So mm-hmm. No, um, but uh, I'm excited to excited to be recording this again dude, with you. It's been a minute. Gonna, are we going to do one when you're in person or are we going to just going to schedule one? We'll try. I uh Can I bring Do you think I could bring the my focus right and stuff on there's a carry in my carry-on if you figure out how to get it into like a carry-on size bag they're they're not going to stop you from bringing any of that stuff people do that shit all the time well i would bring it in like my my with my clothes and stuff yeah it would just be yeah. like in there yeah you'd be a couple fine. might oh, okay well yeah i'm gonna try to bring that uh because that would be fun to do an in-person one i know that we joked about serena driving us around in the car while we're just in, in the back of the car that might be fun to try that but even if we just yeah. were able to get set up here and get another one going, it'd be good. But I think, um, yeah. yeah, I definitely want to get back on the horse with you. Miss you. Um, yeah, man. I've got, uh, we're doing, I'm starting the Athena trial, you know, the Athena nutrients, um, which I'm excited about I'm starting that in Oxford. I got also got, um, a new Growlink H.A. Anderson skid going into the Missouri location, which is sick. And then I had, um, three yields from one location hit over 90 grams of fucking foot packaged. Uh, in the last two weeks, which is huge, it's Whoa. a lot of weed. So it was like over a hundred and it was like over one hundred and thirty-six total biomass, one hundred and forty-two total biomass, which is wild. Um, so um, you know, growing a bunch of weed in the fucking south. I'm excited to uh, have you come out and show you around. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Missy, man, it's good to see you. I love you. Yeah, Missy, thank you.